Well, hello, it is the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 65. Um, I had some, uh, recorded a bunch, I've recorded several today, uh, and then the YouTube decided to throw a, a little wrench in, in uh, my uh, playing of some bumper music of Handsome and the Humble, so we're going to forego music uh, until I can figure that whole system out. So, it is the Brian Hornback Experience, episode 65, and we have another candidate uh, running for county Knox County Commission at large seat 10 uh, in the Republican primary. That's coming up on your May 3rd ballot. Early voting starts April 13th through the 28th. And we've got Steve Weiner on the Brian Hornback Experience. How are you, Steve? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. So, uh Wow, you got into this one. Um, so I had I had the privilege of having Christine Cruz on a few weeks ago. Uh, she had spent about a year uh, planning to run for this seat. And then, you know, I, I think some situations come up and she just um, decided that it, for, for her and her family, it just wasn't meant to be for 2022. And uh, then that's, I guess, when you found out that um, – the uh, the incumbent was going to go, I guess, unchallenged in the primary, and and uh, you decided to to jump in. So you're you're coming into a little bit late, but you're still you're still in the race. So uh, kind of yes. kind of talk about that process. Well, you know, I was sick uh, earlier around New Year's, and I was kind of out of it for a couple of weeks. I didn't know about Christine being out of the race. Oh wow! You know, and and that was uh, yeah until um, yeah I heard about it like. So I went back to work. I, I heard about it, you know, from uh, who it was who told me. Right. I was thinking that there's a void there that needed to be filled, you know, because I have the greatest respect for Christine. You know, I thought she was going to be, you know, a good candidate for that. Oh, yeah. I still thought, you know, she was going to be a good candidate for that. But uh, and that's kind of why I didn't want to get involved in this race earlier. It was because of uh, her candidacy and, and my support for her and in, in in her efforts. Well, and, so, and, and what happens, unfortunately, is if, if Christine and you both were to challenge the incumbent in a, in a primary, obviously y'all kind of divide the votes up and then that, right. you know, that potentially favors the incumbent, I guess. So, I mean, that makes That's sense. Right. That makes sense for, for why you didn't enter the race um, earlier. Uh, and so um, how has the, uh, how has the reaction been since you, uh, since you announced that uh, you're going to seek the Republican nomination for the at-large seat 10 seat? It's been very favorable. You know, Good. I've got a lot of positive feedback on, on this. And uh, this is going to be a grassroots effort. You know, a lot of people are supporting us. They're supporting me in this race, you know, and uh, that's the way it's going to happen. That's how I'm going to have to win it is through the grassroots, you know, and uh, I can't do it with the big money donors, you know, like, uh, you know, like my opponent has. I mean, he has $190,000 in his war chest right now, wow. you know, and I'm going I'm to have to do it through the people, you know, and not through the, uh, you know, the, the uh, big money, you know, uh, donors and so forth. So that's, that's how I plan on doing this race. And that's, that's a hundred, that's 190,000 on hand. And, and he's already right. spent, he's probably already spent what 50 or 60,000 already. So, you know, we're, we're approaching a, probably a quarter million dollars at this point. It's, it kind of looks like, I mean, it's, it's you been think we're running for Congress here or something, right? You know? Exactly. <laughs> but, um, and this is a job, you know, this is a four year job. It's a job that's going to, um, you know, that that's supposed to be a part-time job, 
um, where you just represent uh, the constituents countywide. Um, right. And, you know, I guess the scuttlebutt about your opponent is that um, he's recently, I guess, put his house on the market and he's moved to another house while he builds a third house um, yeah. and ultimately going to move to Scoy Hills. Uh, supposedly, I guess the, the I guess the, the story on that is I, well, I read it in the paper that um, he's looking to run uh, for city mayor in two years and challenge the current city mayor. So, I mean, <clears throat> And so he's not really even committed to a four-year term at this point, right? Yeah, that's what I've heard. You know, he's raised 190, he has $190,000 on hand, but that's not all for me. You know, that's for, uh, you know, his future plans, you know, next year. Right. See, so if he wins this race, you know, and he runs for city mayor and gets that, we're going to have to have a special election, you know, in two years from now to fill that. Right. You know, it's just added expense, you know, it's the waste of time, everybody's time, basically. Yeah. If he wants to run for city mayor, Run for city mayor, do it, you know. I mean, right. don't run for this, you know, if you're uh, not wanting to do it. You know, I made a pledge that I'm going to serve the full four-year term on this if I get elected. You know, I'm not going to seek any other office during that four-year term, you know. And uh, I, I call upon Marston to make that same, um, you know, that same uh, pledge. Hmm. You know, if he's listening here, I call upon you to make this, make the pledge that you will not seek another elected office the next four years and he won't do it right i mean he won't commit to that so right. you know that's a big issue in this race i think well and you know he's got to uh so he's got to uh one of you uh obviously because there's only two of you uh one of you will win uh may the third in the republican primary and then after that uh, uh if if you're victorious on may 3rd then you've got to you've got to face a democrat opponent on august the 4th so um you know it's um you know, it's a, I mean, it's, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a done deal uh, on May 3rd because you still got to continue to campaign through hey, August Brian, 4th. I've never worked so hard for a, you know, $20,000 a year job in my life. I mean, yeah. you, know, I mean you, you probably, you ever school board, so you're right. probably aware of some of this. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, I'm not doing this, you know, because, you know, uh, I just happen to love the, the pay, you know, right. the glamorous benefits of it. I'm doing this because I care about, you know, serving the people. You know, that's my campaign, you know, it's all about serving yep. the public. So, you know, uh, that's always my joke. You know, I mean, <laughs> I think you get paid more at like, uh, you know, uh, probably, probably at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We're yeah. at, you know, Best Buy or someplace right. doing this. Well, you and, know, and so. you know, the city, uh, the city mayor uh, recently announced that, you know, uh, all the, they're, they're going to raise the minimum wage for all city workers to $15 an hour. You can probably make more money working part-time for the city of Knoxville than you could as, as a county commissioner, but uh, for sure. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, uh, you know, we met, I don't know, a couple years ago uh, through some Republican clubs. You, you, you began attending uh, the Farragut and the Carnes uh, Republican clubs. And that's where we met several years ago. And uh, I got a lot of respect for you back, um, uh, I guess a year and a half or so ago when, when the county commission was, um, was asking for citizens to, um, potentially serve as a citizen representative on the board of health. Uh, you uh, submitted uh, your resume and probably one of, I guess there was probably 15 or so. And then as the commission was making that decision uh, through the night, uh, you know, a lot of the candidates left uh, because it was getting into the late hours. And I think around one o'clock in the morning, uh, I recall uh, you and, um, uh, 
attorney, Fix was uh, yeah, attorney, 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 yeah. attorney Bill Fix, friend of mine, and yeah. and then uh, also the lady they ultimately chose. And you all stayed until the duration for that interview process. Your opponent actually wanted to uh, not actually interview those of you that were that had stayed till one o'clock in the morning. Uh, he was unsuccessful in that. Uh, and that, that's you, another difference. That's another difference between me right. and my opponent, right? You're there until the people's business is done, no matter how long it takes. That's why you sign up for the job, right? right. You're right. there until the people are done, till everything is done. As if it's two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, or you know, nine o'clock the next morning. That would suck, by the way. I really suck if we had to do that. But right. I mean, really, it's you're there until the business is done. You know, I'm glad the commissioners, you know, uh, who voted in support of having the interviews that night prevail because you know that would have been insulting to everybody who stayed there you know right and waited it out right it'd been an immense waste of time for all of us it almost it, it, it almost seemed like it almost seemed like the fix was in for someone else that probably left you know i don't know i mean that, that, really that, sure. just just, I'm just, just thankful that right go ahead i just you know i just and and you know kudos to you you, you stayed and and you were uh I mean, it went through several votes uh, to select it, and and you know you came up a, a vote short, uh, and, and Miss Roma wound up being the citizen representative. But but you stayed, and and you know you you uh, you endured endured all the different votes to get to that point. Um, and so you know I, I just think I think it's important that uh, as people are considering uh, people to vote for, you know it's it's important one that we consider people who have experience who have actually um showed up when it needed when it was time to show up and uh have, have stuck through it so you know i give you i give you a, a lot of credit for that um well, thank you one, one more thing i wanted to mention yeah. too you know there was uh um, there was a my county commissioner uh, john schoonmaker was looking for someone to fill the uh library board position mm. um uh, when was it, a couple of years ago it was a couple of years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I can't remember when it was, but, uh, you know, nobody else wanted to do it. Right. I guess, I guess mm. I was, uh, you know, um, you know, you say, you want to do this? You know, I said, sure. You know, and then there was a juvenile court board, not juvenile, the juvenile detention center board that I was up for last year, if you recall. Oh, that's right. Where, uh, I applied for that. You know, I came up short on that too, but I've been engaged. I mean, I've been engaged ever since I was a, a young man. I'm a, I was involved in Boy Scouts. I was an Eagle Scout. You know, I mean, I've been engaged in this process for longer than some people might think. You know, so now what year? What year did you get your Eagle Scout? Oh five. Okay, so I'm yeah. an, I'm an, I'm considerably older, but I'm a 1984 Eagle Scout. So uh, uh, you know that. that what, was your, what was your project? What was your project? My you project. Did? My project was a beautification um, project that included uh, construction of some flower beds at uh, at our church out in East Knox uh, County. So. Uh, they they were changing the rules uh, in the middle of my Eagle Scout project. Uh, used to you could uh, my, when my brother got his in nineteen I believe he got his in nineteen eighty I got mine in nineteen eighty four. We were the I I believe this is accurate. We were the only sets of brothers to both uh, a, a, a ta- attain the Eagle yeah. Scout. But um, yeah, so you had to um, you know they were changing it right in the middle of my Eagle Scout project where you had to. Um, you had to incorporate other scouts and so you had to show leadership. And so it, right, I, I was, right. I was able to do that, but, um, but yeah, so it was, yeah. um, it, it was kind of cool. It was cool. So, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun development. It's a, it's a team building thing too. It's teaching you, preparing you for your, uh, 
being an adult and being a leader leadership position as an adult. I think that's well, the main point right. of a project like that. So that's that's the way I saw it. So uh, so after that, I guess you went on to college and then you went on to law school because you do practice law, correct? When I was in college, um, I'm actually a published author, you know, oh, uh, wow. in an academic journal. So I'm also Phi Beta Kappa to actually, you know, actually um, was involved in a research lab, the psychological clinic over at UT, um, where I assist the graduate students on their pro various projects. And I ended up getting a, a site on one of their uh, one of their papers, you know, that they mm -hmm. ended up publishing for the for her dis I believe it was her dissertation. Yeah, wow. I think it was for a dissertation, you know, and that was, uh, that, you know, you have all this talk right now about, you know, trust the science, you know, and all that, right? You know what right. I'm talking about? Right, right. You know, and, and I think I'm in a good position to understand how the scientific method works because I did it, you know. I, this project was a multi-year-long project where we, you know, uh, challenged some ideas we had about a subject that was the uh, – hypothesis of this of this uh, paper you know we kind of uh, found out some things we weren't expecting you know mm. so um you got to test test your hypothesis you know you don't come up with a conclusion first and then try to reach that you have to come up with a hypothesis and then you you know you test that and then whether it comes valid or not you re uh, re-examine it at the end you know so that's that's how i learned how to do scientific scientific method so right. you know that's kind of you know my thing well, and you know, uh, getting back to the getting back to the commission, you know, uh, another thing that I guess that's that I've heard individuals be frustrated about is that, you know, when your opponent was a chairman for one year, uh, he changed the rules to where they uh, they went from five minutes to three minutes um, for public forum, and and they're only uh, limiting public forum to like an hour on the front end if it's an item on the agenda, and it's a uh, and uh, an hour on the back end um and you know i mean to me that a lot of people um say that that's that's an indication that um that the commission really doesn't want to hear from the public what's what's your thoughts about about that rule change and and would you well, would, would, would you consider um uh, either going back to the five minute rule or potentially just saying hey if everybody if you know, if everybody signs up, then everybody needs to be heard. Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up and you're, you know, there to speak, you have the right to be heard, you know, and I will never support any effort to limit that. I mean, like I said, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I don't care if it takes all night, right? right. You're not just part of the process. Right. You know, limiting to three minutes or five minutes or, you know, anything like that. People need to have their say and feel like, you know, government's being responsive. You know, one aspect of civic participation is voting. You know, everybody knows about that, right? But, you know, a lot of people don't think there's other parts to this, right, to the participatory democracy. And part of that is addressing your elected officials, you know, and I'm, that's one of the most important rights we have next to voting in this country is being able to uh, address those those issues. So, you know, that's that's I would never vote, never support any effort to limit uh, public participation in, in uh in commission, you know, meetings. Right. So what, what, what else have you heard out there about, um, any, anything in relation to the, the current commission or, or how the current commission, um, operates or, or how you envision, um, your own, your own representation, uh, once you're the commissioner for, um, seat 10. Right. Yeah. It's all, 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 you know, authority comes from the public. You know, I think right. it should be a public guided process. You know, we should be responsive to uh, 
requests and phone calls. I mean, you have a you have a public email address. You have a, a mm. county sponsored email address. You have a county cell phone. These our elected officials do. Right. You know, it should be driven by that, not how I feel about a particular issue, but how my constituents feel about the issue. And if it's if people are really concerned about, I don't know, be it a board of health or you know um, beer board or whatever it is that people are concerned about you know we should listen to them and let that guide what we do as uh their representatives yeah so yeah that's how i would approach it uh well you know i, I think it's I, I, again I, I appreciate the fact that you're offering yourself uh to the citizens of knox county i mean again you know i don't think <clears throat> i don't think just because someone has uh, a lot of money uh that you know they they should they should not go without uh, opposition. Uh, I think I think the the whole reason that we have a representative republic is because you know we should be able to compare and contrast uh, different uh, individuals. And, and you know I mean if you go back four years ago, uh, you look at uh, Justin Biggs who serves in in the seat eleven, um, right? Not not the seat you're running for, but um, you know he was he was outspent uh, nearly two to one. Uh, and he was successful. Uh, you look at Mayor Glenn Jacobs. He had two opponents that um, uh, outraised and, and outspent him two to one. Uh, and, you know, he was able to win with about 20, less than 24 votes. Um, and so I, I think it's, and I think that the, I think what I'm seeing right now on commission, particularly in land use issues, you know, is right. that, is that, you know, people are, people are beginning to, to, to question, you know, is, is the commission really looking at those land use issues uh, or are they just rubber stamping them? Uh, you know, I, I heard a question uh, at a recent uh, Hall's Republican Club meeting about um, a situation where uh, the Metropolitan Planning Commission had um, recommended a certain density, but your opponent uh, recommended more houses to that development than the Metropolitan Planning Commission and the and the Metropolitan Planning Commission itself, both the staff and the commission itself, had recommended. And, you know, his rationale was, well, the builder was going to give us road infrastructure. Well, I mean, is that really the role? I mean, should, should the county, should the county usurp, uh, the building of roads. And then the other question you get into with that, in my opinion, yeah. is that what happens if that road becomes defective? Right. You know, Who's so, responsible at that. Right. Point. Yeah. So, so what's your thought? I mean, obviously, I mean, we were in the same room at, at that particular meeting. Right. What, what, what's your thought on the whole land use? Have, have you had a chance? I mean, I know you got into this race kind of late, um, late in the, in the filing process, but have you had a chance right. to really look at, some of the land use issues and, and what your thoughts are and, and, and yes, have you had, yes, have yes. you had a chance to look at, at the money trail? Yes. The, uh, the land use issues are always been the most difficult for commission because it impacts people so much impacts property owners so much. Um, I, you know, I'm not a hundred, you know, I guess like you said, I'm just, you know, getting started on right. this, but the, uh, we have a, a plan, a development plan that the, uh, that we're working off of, you know, I think that's how the, uh, I believe that's how the, uh, planning uh metropolitan planning commission approaches these issues is it consistent with the uh the uh plan in whatever sector it's in or whatever sector the uh development's going to be in 
you know, I think that's how they make the recommendations to the full planning committee. The staff make them to the full planning commission. Right. Excuse me. And the full planning commission votes on it, and then it goes to uh, with with or without a recommendation to the full county commission. And um, I'm not saying we should be deferential 100% of the time to uh, the planning department, but these people who are in the planning department have the expertise in um, these areas of, you know, projecting growth and the actuarial aspect of it and all that stuff. And I think that we should take that, um, take the advice from the planning commission staff, you know, and uh, examine it, you know, make sure it's appropriate before we, um, before we make a, a decision on whether or not we're going to grant a particular land, particular, excuse me, density of land use and or particular zoning, uh, um, zoning thing like industrial or residential or whatever. I think we should, you know, examine it, but we should take into account the recommendations of the, the staff whose profession it is to come up with these growth plans, you know, so we're growing in a way that's orderly, you know, and makes sense. Because these plans have been, you know, developed over the course of years by by our planning department, I believe, right? Right. I mean, you probably you've right. heard something oh, yeah. about this stuff too. Oh yeah. Well, I'm just getting in. I'm just getting into this, you know, getting into this planning stuff. But you know, that's my understanding of it is that you have a staff of people who look at this before it even goes before the Metropolitan Planning Commission to begin with, you know, and um, you know, and I think we should be doing growth, growth is going to happen, right? Right. We know people are moving here from all over the place. But the question is, are we going to do it in a way that is uh, that makes sense? Are we going to do it in a way that's responsible to existing landowners, you know, and um, existing uh, infrastructure? You know, we got it's a balance. You got It's a balancing act, really, you know, and uh, I don't think we should be, you know, um, exporting our uh, infrastructure projects unless it's like stuff like you know sidewalks or, or parks right. or things like that right you know i mean in terms of actually constructing roads and so forth i think that's better left for um for the county to do that right. you know but i mean if you're going to be if you're going to be you know adding infrastructure i have no problem with the sidewalks and the parks right. and uh you know stuff like that but when you're talking about major infrastructure you know, that becomes a concern in terms of, of liability, you know, yeah. for uh, who's responsible for that, like you said. So, yeah. you know, I guess I'm just I'm, I'm new with this. You sure. know, I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah, that seems to me to be what's uh, what's going on with that. Well, and it's, and it's kind of like the county commission and, and the county mayor. I mean, you have the Metropolitan Planning Commission. That's kind of their role. Right. To study it and right. to make recommendations uh, the same way with the schools. I mean, the county commission approves the budget. But then you have an elected school board that kind of makes those, you know, curriculum choices and they make the, you know, the, the policy decisions and they hire the superintendent. And so, you know, you kind of have to rely on on them uh, to kind of make those decisions that are in, in the best interest of of what of what they do, which is education. So, you know, I mean, it, it's it's not something, you know, I heard I heard your opponent recently say that the job of a commissioner is to be the, the telephone operator. Well, you know, if you're out here um, usurping the authority of the, the Metropolitan Planning Commission uh, in, in going against whatever their recommendation is, then you're doing more than just disseminating information. And so, right. you know, again, I, I think, you know, I, I think what people need to understand is that, you know, you're willing, A, 
to show up. You're willing to, to do the work. You're willing to, to um, do the research, talk to the people, return calls, return emails, and those type things. Um, right. And, and we're, we're getting toward the end, and, and I appreciate you joining me, but where can people uh, find you? I assume you've got a Facebook page, uh, potentially have a website. Where can people right. find you if they need to find out more information? That's uh, boatsteveweiner.com, uh, uh, email, um, or we have a Facebook page um, as well. Uh, Steve Weiner, conservative, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, conservative commissioner, C10 is our Facebook page. Okay. And we have our contact information on there as well, so, or my, my contact information on there as well. Right. So, so people can reach out. And, and I've already, people have already, you know, people have already door knocked with, you know, they've already, Several of them already called me up and asked me about, well, what do you think about, uh, for example, today, the big issue today was uh, Hallsdale Powell and the rates mm. of the Hallsdale Powell Utility District. I'm sure you're aware of uh, the issues with that. Uh, it's, yeah, you know, that's, but, that's, uh, that's, been, that's been going around for a while over there. I'm just, I'm, just glad, right. I'm just glad that my water is with First Utility and my electricity is with LCUB. So, uh, right, right. You know, we got, but anyways, we, that's like, I mean, people just call me up with uh, out, out Powell. That's the big issue, right? Right. I mean, that's the pretty much the only issue I hear about it. You know, I ask people, well, what concerns do you have about um, county government or what's going on in the county? They say, what's going on with my, my, my uh, sewer and water rates yeah. know, out here? You know, I had a woman yesterday, I was talking, not yesterday, Saturday I was talking to, who said they, they she got charged 124 bucks. This woman is a daughter, mother and daughter living in the same house. 124 bucks for like sewer and water. Wow. You know, I just got, I just got my water bill tonight because I, I was just checking my email from First Utility. I think mine's like, I'll go ahead and tell you what mine is right here. It is, where is it? Um, $36.56. Right. You know, I mean, that's yeah, a huge difference right there. That's absolutely enormous. You we, know, had, so. we, had, we had a house of five at one point, and, and I don't I don't recall I can only count a few times uh, that our water bill and our sewer bill uh, ever got to a hundred dollars. I mean, uh, you know, it was e even when we had five people in the house, um, my wife, myself, and, and three kids, um, even when they were, even when they were in high school, middle school, uh, I don't think our water bill ever, ever got much, much close to a hundred dollars. And, and uh, you know, there's a, I've I've been out to those community meetings uh, out at Hallsdale Powell, and uh, and you know there's certainly some issues there. But uh, so folks can go to vote Steve Weiner. That's V O T E S T E V E W E I N E R dot com, uh, right. and, and fi find out all the information, the contacts for you. Uh, Steve, I appreciate you joining us. I'm sure we will be talking. And, and uh, well, I, and, I just want to before yep, we get off, yep. if you have an extra. I wanted to. Yep circle back with the Hallsdale Powell yes. thing, you know, with it. and I heard it's just a lack of, a lack of uh, accountability and transparency is what I heard, you know, was the big issues for people with that. And, you know, um, that's a big issue in my campaign too, is that the lack of, uh, of uh, adherence to our uh, ethical requirements mm. uh, that we have as politicians, you know, yeah. and uh, that's something that I think we should take more seriously as elected, if, if I'm elected, I'll take seriously. We got to observe our state sunshine laws. We got to observe our state ethics requirements in yeah. terms of how we deal with the public. And I think that's something that's kind of lacking right now. 
uh, with the incumbent. Right. You know, so I just wanted to, you know, get that in before we yeah, uh, wrap yeah, it up. Here. Yeah, and this this weekend on BrianHornback.com, uh, folks can go see that uh, post I put up where uh, your opponent used his uh, Knox County email address not only to ask individuals, your, yourself and myself, uh, you, you got it, I got it, uh, right. for a yard sign, but also uh, it was brought to my attention because I didn't really read all the way to the bottom, but even at the bottom of that email, uh, he's got a, a donation. Um, he's got a, a solicitation for a campaign donation. And, you know, like we've already talked about, uh, he's got an on-hand amount of $190,000. And and it would be interesting to know uh, how many donations he got off of the solicitation from that. Uh, this isn't the first time this has happened, you know, right. I don't think. I mean, if I'm seeing this. What do we not know about? that's right. going on here right. right that's my concern you yeah. know and if you know if i were in his position and you know, something like this happened first of all i wouldn't let this happen you know if right for me i mean but second of all if i were him it's uh it's time to take stock here you know this is a serious problem you know that has been going on you know um in terms of i, I read articles on your website about the state sunshine law issues yep. he's had in the past yep. you know you know and uh, i'd seriously examine if i were him whether or not you know, I'm actually fit to stand for this office. And right. If I were him, I'd, I'd drop out, you know, right. I'd, I'd, you know, I want to continue with this. Right. This, this is seriously wrong conduct. Right. You know, you can't do this stuff as an elected official. This is not what we expect from our elected officials. This is not the standard that we set out for ourselves. Right. Yep. You're right. You know, and so that's, uh, that's why I wanted to bring that up because it's yep. not, it's not appropriate at all. Right. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining me. We're out of time, but we will have you back and we'll continue to follow your campaign. And thanks for joining me tonight, uh, Steve. Thank, thank you so much. You have all a good right. evening. You too, buddy.